Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live here in Las Vegas. Your other host is live on the East Coast, out in Boston, is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Monday, my man. Hope you had a great weekend. A lot to get to today. I think, Pritch, Mondays are always important to look back on Sunday and see, you know, what do we get right? What do we get wrong as betters? I think, you know, we're always trying to get 0.01% sharper every right. single day. And by, you know, going through these games and saying, hey, did I miss this? Did I get this right? The whole point for me is learning from your mistakes, leaning on your strengths, and also making sure if you laid off something or missed something, you might have lost yesterday, but make sure next time it comes around, you're ready to pounce on it. So, bit of a mixed bag yesterday, Pritch, six and four straight up for favorites. Favorites and dog split, five and five ATS, but there are a ton of big takeaways, and I uh, can't wait to get your playbook. I got my playbook lined up. Little teaser looking at, you know, conference dog seven or less, uh, double digit favorites, which are off to a pretty good start, which is a bit surprising. Going money line instead of spread on short numbers. A big day, Pritch, and I buried the lead. We got Monday Night Football. We That's got right. a big NBA slate. We got NHL. <laughs> How you feeling, my man? It's a I'm good feeling, day. I'm feeling great. Had a good weekend, to be honest with you, Josh. Um, you know, it's always uh, a teachable moment or learning lesson somewhere when it comes to betting. But then also, just like as a player, it was a get better league, a get better situation for me. Uh, as a better, it's a get better situation, right? And so that's why we do these shows, to get better, to learn, uh, and to also capitalize on that. I mean, so teachable moments all over the place, and certainly we're going to break those down right now uh, as I get to my playbook a little bit here, Josh. So uh, the curse of the Super Bowl loser continues. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they closed minus four against the Titans. 59 uh, was the total of that game. 
Uh, they do not look like anywhere near a playoff team, let alone a Super Bowl caliber team right now. Uh, and there was signs. There was indicators. We talked about it a little bit as well. But uh, your, ta- your, your thoughts on the Chiefs right now, uh, how they look to you, Patrick Mahomes in particular, he leads the league tied with Zach Wilson uh, with interceptions right now. Yeah, so Pritch, I think you're getting nervous here if you're a Chiefs backer, and that's not, you know, I'm not breaking any headlines here, but I think uh, we're just like, oh, they'll be okay. You trip up a little bit early in the season. Don't worry. They're Mahomes, Andy Reid. You're going to get this thing straightened out, but I think you're starting to get nervous here, Pritch. You know, Mahomes now dealing with an injury, and I think as betters, we can capitalize on this because the Chiefs are really, they're kind of an enigma. They're When they're when they're rolling and when they're looking good, they look unstoppable, but they often become overvalued by the betting market just because you see that arrowhead, you know, that arrow logo on the helmet and mm-hmm. you see Mahomes and you say, we got to play him here. But obviously, you know, my big takeaway here in both the spread and the total, let's start with the total, Pritch. That thing was a big over that got a ton of money and it actually opened at a lot of shops. You know, 56 and a half gets all the way to 59, doesn't even come close to the over. So a lot of times with those high, high totals, uh, you know, we're going to say, oh, it'll be a 35-32 game. You'll sail over that number. But if you look at historically really high totals that I believe are 56 or higher, the under is around 57%. So just goes to show you, even though you had some money moving that over, buying low on these high totals going under can have some value. But the takeaway for me, Pritch, again, we, you know, rinse, rinse, wash, repeat. You know, a lot of times Chiefs win but don't cover. Now you get blown out. And <laughs> has Patrick Mahomes ever lost by 24 in a game? I don't think so, Pritch. This is a really uh, maybe going back to college or even high school. But I still think the love for the Chiefs from the public creates value to bet against them. And we know all these stats of winning all their games but never covering. But to me, it was the late movement to Tennessee. And it's very similar to tonight's line as well, Pritch, because a lot of those books opened Kansas City, you know, four, four and a half. At one point, it got all the way to five and a half. I didn't go into yesterday saying I got to bet the Titans, but they were a late play for me because it continued to be everyone betting Chiefs. But we saw that game day movement. Five and a half, five, down to four, uh, four and a half. Some shops, you know, even closing, you know, at four here. So that late move to Tennessee with all these systems with conference dogs and late movement in their favor. I took a shot on the Titans. Did I expect a, a huge blowout win? No, but getting some momentum off that big Bills victory. If you went against the grain and saw that late move into Tennessee, you end up cashing there with the Titans and the points. Yeah, we had Kansas City in our fix it. Uh, segment last week. Uh, they didn't score a touchdown, Josh Applebaum. I mean, that's ridiculous when you're thinking about Patrick Mahomes, right? First time in his career. Uh, but it just looks wrong. Uh, it feels wrong. It looks wrong. Uh, offensive line issues, just, uh, the habits that Patrick Mahomes still has, escaping the pocket, trying to make the big play, throwing left-handed Josh Applebaum <laughs> in a game. Uh, he's trying too hard. He really is. But the signs to me uh, was the fact that as a Super Bowl loser, the curse, you know, you got the Rams that did not make the playoffs. And then you got the 49ers that did not make the playoffs uh, after losing uh, the Super Bowl. Now it continues with the Chiefs. But you think about the offensive line uh, makeover that was significant. And people didn't really shine a light on that. I, I think I did a little bit in terms of that. That's significant. I don't know any Super Bowl caliber team that would totally make over the offensive line like they did. Uh, on top of the fact that they don't have a consistent running game. And then, Josh, they didn't improve that defense. The Tennessee Titans didn't punt uh, in in first part of that game. So uh, they just have a myriad of problems. And one of the things we talked about, uh, I was a guest analyst with uh, Point Spread Sunday with Femi Abebefe. And one of the things we talked about was that division. Because we talked about this on Sunday where the Chiefs were still minus 105 for the division. Uh, Then you had the Chargers plus 155. And then the Raiders at plus 650, which I thought was immense value the way that the Chiefs have been playing lately. 
Yeah, I think it's a great point by you. And again, now this seems wide open here. You're getting the, the, the uh, you know, obviously the Raiders here, which that was the one play actually that really kind of annoyed me, Pritch. Like, I had a good day overall. But the one play I really liked was the Eagles getting plus three, and it gets all the way down to a pick them. And I'm like, <laughs> this is nice. Closing line value all day. But it uh, just goes to show you that, you know, closing line value. And I, I got a lot of questions about this on Twitter. Like, um, you know, is it a good bet if you lose and a bad bet? Uh, you know, or a good bet if you win and a bad bet if you lose. I don't think you can look at it that way. Even if you took, you know, the Eagles plus three and it closes at a pick them, regardless of the outcome, you read the market correctly, you got the best number there. It just didn't come through for you. So those one-offs can go either way. But if you beat closing lines and you get teams plus three and they close at a pick them, you know, moving forward, I think you're going to be in a pretty good spot. But Pritch, I'll, I'll throw it back to you. you yes. know, I think uh, number one, you know, you talked about you and Femi looking at those uh, those AFC West numbers. Who would you put your money on right now? I mean, obviously Gruden's gone, and it looks like the Raiders are playing a little more free and uh, with some uh, some house money at this point. Don't forget about the Chargers coming off a bye. Your Broncos, I'm not sure about the Broncos right now, Pritch. I was high on them, and they've struggled a bit here, even mm-hmm. though Teddy Two Gloves covered the three and a half in that in that primetime game. But what do you think? You know, I'll, you're always the generous guy giving me a hundred bucks. I'll throw it back to you. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to win that division? I think the Raiders are. The Raiders are tracking that way. I mean, they got the Chargers. Uh, they could split that matchup, and certainly got the Chiefs still. No divisional games. They're always different. Um, but the the Raiders off of back to back weeks. I mean, uh, they're averaging over thirty points now in their victory. The defense has, has improved all year long. So uh, if they can hold on, I know the competition hasn't been that stiff either the last two weeks. Uh, but yet uh, the Raiders are trending that way to me. And plus six fifty, I thought there was value right there. Uh, let's get to another uh, situation in my playbook: the Forty ers uh, What what are they doing, uh, Josh Applebaum? A good opportunity to back the Colts. Uh, you, know, you saw the Colts right there getting three points on the road in the rain. 41 was a total. Uh, but if you look at this football team with the 49ers, one, they should have drafted Kyle Pitts instead of Trey Lance. I mean, look at the quarterback situation that they have going, ongoing. It's not going to solve itself. And now, now Kyle Shanahan is getting questioned as an offensive coordinator. They're averaging 16 points a game the last three weeks, Josh. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And again, Shanahan, his whole reputation was built upon being this offensive guru and offensive genius and, you know, getting to the Super Bowl there early with the, the 49ers. But I believe that's his only winning season there with San Fran. And again, coordinator with the uh, the game that shall not be mentioned. If you're a Falcons fan, I'm a Pats fan, so I'll mention it, the 28-3 game. But uh, I just think they're not putting up any points. And we're really kind of leaning on San Fran as this team that I don't think they're that team anymore. You got a lot of injuries. You're not playing well, uh, you know, offensively. You're, that's the one thing you feel like you could bank on is, is having a, an offensive guru genius who can put points on the board. But I just feel like they outsmarted themselves too much, Pritch. You know, like you get called the smartest guy in the room and then you start doing things that are a little questionable, like that whole draft. And again, Lance could end up being a great player, but uh, you keep Jimmy G at a high price tag. You, you, you play Lance and you go back and forth. Uh, I'm with you. You know, what if you stay with the pick you had and, you you know, maybe you get Kyle Pitts. The big thing to me that last game last night, Pritch, was just another primetime dog that was really a pretty sharp play coming, you know, from start to finish. That was an opener of around minus four and a half at home for San Fran. Again, I always talk about game day movement. We saw it get down to four at one point, but game day, it ends up falling to three and a half. All those three and a halfs are juiced up Colts like it was falling to three. Now we have these primetime dogs, 13 and seven ATS overall. And I love these situations where uh, in primetime, when the public loads up on a short, home team, home mm-hmm. favorite, like, hey, cover that number. That's very easy. Also, I think a lot of public bettors get uh, drawn into, you know, records. At one point, you know, the Indianapolis Colts start off uh, slow. They're two and four. I'll, I'll lay it here with San Fran home. Right. It's all about that movement. Public, you know, leaning toward the 49ers at home. Yet we saw this line dropping toward the Colts. Big, big win there uh, in the rain. And Pritch, by the way, 
brutal bad beat if you're on that under. That, that, <laughs> that rainy under was looking good the yeah. whole time, 44 down to 41. You have a late score to push it over. But uh, great hit there with the Colts. Another chalk it up to another uh, short road dog plus six or less system. Close to 60% ATS this year. National tight end day. Uh, in fact, the, the Kyle Pitts should have been on my uh, prop radar for sure. I mean, the, the, the game that he had, what, 163 receiving yards, uh, most by a rookie tight end since 1970. Uh, but the irony of this, Josh, they drafted Trey Lance because of the injury situation with Garoppolo. You know who else is always injured too for the 49ers? George Kittle. Another reason why you should have drafted Kyle Pitts, uh, San Francisco. Uh, let's move on, though. Week 7 was incredible uh, because we had six 20-plus point, 20 point wins, uh, the most in six years. What do we do with this information, Josh, when you see large lines, large spreads, uh, maybe afraid to jump on the favorite there? At least I was. Uh, you had three favorites, the Patriots, Tampa, and Cardinals with these unique situations, as well as three dogs, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Titans. 20-point-plus uh, victories right there. Yeah, so I think with these dogs winning by 20 more, Pritch, that's kind of, you know, it's hard to predict. You're not going to expect, you know, Cincinnati. Like, I was on Cincinnati in the points there. Everyone on Baltimore, six and a half down to six. Divisional dog, that was kind of a blueprint play for me. Did I expect they'd win by 20-plus? No, but I think <laughs> to take advantage of what you were talking about is sometimes looking at these favorites that have deflated numbers. Perfect okay. example, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, Pritch. I think a lot of books, what were they? they at one point, I think they were like minus 13, get all the way down to 11 and a half. Right. Leaning on teams that can score a lot versus teams that can. Like, do you expect 38 to 3 there, Bucks? No, but, but you know, Bucks are averaging what, 35 a game, and you got 16 a game there for, uh, for, the, um, for the, the Bears. So, again, buying low on dips and big double-digit favorites, to me, that's the value play by covering that number and going way over. All right. Off and rolling here on a Monday. Uh, fast and furious, for sure. Uh, Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. We're going to get to Josh Applebaum's takeaways from Week 7. That's coming up next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh. <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, your takeaway time, man. I got my pen ready to go with some notes. Uh, what was your takeaways from Week 7? Yeah, so I think, you know, when we're looking at these games, Pritch, a big takeaway is like, you know, if favorites go 10 and 6 or dogs go 10 and 6, then a big takeaway is, oh, dogs did well, favorites did well. But yesterday, I think it was a little, you know, on the surface level, you just have favorites and dogs split 5 and 5 ATS. So you're like, oh, what can we take away? Just it was a mixed bag. But no, there are things that if you really, you know, get down to the nitty gritty here, we can take advantage of moving forward. So my first takeaway, and I think we're going to run into this quite a bit as we move forward in the NFL season because we're starting to identify teams and maybe they're a little late to the party, but teams that are really bad and, and are probably going to have more of these double-digit spreads moving forward. But double-digit favorites, this is really intriguing, Pritch. Yesterday, they go 2-1 and one ATS. You have the Cardinals covering that big number. You have Tampa Bay covering the big number. Uh, believe it or not, the the, the butt-your-kneecappers there actually covered uh, <laughs> as the, the, the lone uh, double-digit dog there mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with Goff and company playing McVay. But here's my takeaway. My takeaway is don't just take the points because the line is so big they have to cover. That's kind of a gambler's fallacy or a way to approach a game where – um, and you see this all the time, like in baseball, if a total is six and a half, it's got to go over because it's so low. Or in the NBA, we get it like a, a Bucks nets game with a total of 240. It's so high, it's got to go under. Never bet a game just based on a number being high or low and saying it's got to do this or got to do that. Take each game individually. So here's the perfect example. I think when you look at these big double-digit dogs, you're saying, I got to take the points. It's so many points. They got to find a way to cover but take each one individually. So far this year with these uh, these favorites, uh, double-digit favorites yesterday, 2-1 ATS, they're now on the year, Pritch, 8-3 uh, and three against the spread, 73%. So they're covering these numbers. But I really want to hone in on that Arizona Cardinals game yesterday because I think this is a great teachable moment. Okay. You know, we were doing Lombardi line, Pritch. I know you were, uh, you were working with Femi here, but what's intriguing to me is uh, the ticket count, the money versus dollar or the bet versus dollar ticket count with that game. You had 63% of bets on Arizona, but 73% of the money. So slight public play 
but even bigger money. And here's the thing. Favorites uh, the last decade, minus 17 or more, are 12-7-1 ATS, now 13-7-1 ATS uh, off of yesterday. But here's the thing. If the line moves at least a point toward that big favorite, so what we saw yesterday was that big flood of money on Arizona. You know, Pritch, before that game was shooting up like minus 19, minus 20. Anytime I saw that late move, I'm like, ooh, this could be a blowout situation. Okay. So I added that number with, uh, you know, with the Cardinals here. But when the line moves at least a point or more on these big favorites, uh, now nine and two ATS overall with a cover cover margin of five points uh, in general. So my whole point here is when you see these big numbers, don't automatically say I got to take the dog because the number's so high. Take each game individually. And why I like that Cardinals one was the lower bets, higher dollars, that late move in their favor, uh, and then also betting against rookie coach, rookie quarterback, and looking at these non-conference favorites. We still have dogs slightly, I think, around 54% ATS on the year, mm-hmm. but it's these non-conference favorites that do that do better with the lack of familiarity. So. Long story short, short, Pritch, don't just take the dog plus the points because the line's so big. Look at each game individually. You may be able to say, wow, this could be a blowout. Laying the points, even though it seems high, could be worth it. Yeah, I didn't touch the Texans. I got burned by the Texans against Buffalo, <laughs> catching 17 points. Uh, but was this a, this was a, a favorite contrarian situation right there as it did close at minus 20 here at the South Point. Exactly. And again, you know, depending on where you're at, 63%. I know some books were a little more 50-50. Uh, just from the fact that the number's so high, you got to mm-hmm. take it. But Though it, here's the distinction, Pritch. If that was like, you know, Arizona Cardinals getting 90% of bets <laughs> right. and have a big move with it, then okay, that doesn't really intrigue me at all. It's the fact that they weren't that popular yet. The line kept going in their favor, which really jumped out to me and said, hey, it's a big number, but they covered it and, and you get a win there if you laid the points. All right. Then teams off a of bye uh, situation. We saw that Atlanta, a great money line play by you. Uh, certainly I was intrigued by that. Uh, and then we got a game tonight, uh, the Saints, which, which we will break down a little bit later, but uh, the Saints off a of bye against the Seahawks. Yeah, so you had to sweat this one, Pritch, and we got to really dust off these off a of buy systems. Again, favorites off a of buy around 58% ATS last decade. Dogs don't do very well off a of buy. It's really just favorites who are expected to win, have extra time, probably better players, better coaching staffs, can use that extra week to game plan against their mm-hmm. opponent. Favorites off a of buy 58% ATS last decade. Road favorites off a of buy 66% ATS last decade. But I want to hone in on that Atlanta Falcons play, Pritch, okay. your, your former team here, because they made me sweat, but I was able to cash. But here's the thing. Dog to favorite line moves combined with the favorite off a of buy to me, that's just a great spot to, to back Atlanta there. But here's the thing that line, it opened like plus one and a half, plus one Atlanta on the road. It flips to Atlanta minus two and a half. Michael Lombardi made a good point. If you took the plus two and a half with the Dolphins, you ended up covering that number, Pritch. And believe it or not, I'm sure there were maybe some money line Falcons, but plus two and a half walking a tightrope there. You could have pretty much middled it and won both bets. But my whole point is, when you are in that dog-to-fave line move, and why I like it so much is because it takes a lot of respected money to flip and, and go over the fence and flip a dog to a favorite, but I always go money line for reasons exactly like yesterday because you needed a late field goal, you needed to come back and win that game. Pritch, imagine if you laid two and a half Falcons or laid a two and mm-hmm. either push or lose that bet. I know a lot of books were one and a half, so you would have covered anyway, but the whole point is combine these off of buy systems, but always money line a favorite, in my opinion, Other I mean, people could disagree, but I always like to money line favorites that are like minus two, minus one and a half, a lower number like that. Just say, win the game. You don't have to worry about anything uh, crazy happening. So again, money line those spots instead of lay the points. To me, the juice is worth the squeeze, paying a little higher big there. That was a great play. Money line situation right there with the Falcons. Some would suggest that the Falcons were still under bye week, though. They had that game, Josh, uh, but started to blow it uh, towards the end. We have to get to some big COVID news. Uh, though, because it could impact the game coming up, a big game between the Cardinals and the Packers. Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry 
uh, tested positive for COVID-19, sources tell uh, Garofalo uh, and Rap Sheet, uh, he will surely miss Thursday's game against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, full disclosure, Joe Barry is the son of Mike Barry, who was my offensive line coach when I was at the University of Colorado. So some familiarity right there. But what are the Packers going to do without a defensive coordinator in this one? Yeah, obviously, uh, Pritch, I don't know if they had a defensive coordinator against that Brady game in the, in the playoffs last year where you throw it deep. Remember the guy uh, <laughs> you know, played that uh, terribly there, but a terrible joke anyway. But uh, obviously a hit here. You never want to deal with any coaches missing games because of mm. COVID. Although we did see, you know, the game Kingsbury missed, you know, Cardinals roll and cover that one. So, again, take it with a grain of salt, but all things being equal, I want my coaching staff there. So not a great sign. But, Pritch, I'm looking at this game. I'm a little concerned. It's a weird situation. I'm leaning on Green Bay plus, plus the points in this game. Opens at Cardinals minus three and a half at home. The hook is out there. It's minus 110 across the board. So there's no evidence of, you know, juiced up three and a half like it may go to four. Or three and a half like it may go to three. We're going to have to wait this one out. But I gotta keep playing these these short dogs, conference dogs, primetime dogs. Uh, they've been cashing great this year. So I'm thinking, you know, if you're giving me Green Bay and you're giving me Aaron Rodgers with the hook, I know. Uh, and again, this we're gonna find out how good the Arizona Cardinals are here, right. because uh, again, they could be the real deal. But again, they're gonna have to beat you know the old grizzled veteran here like Aaron Rodgers, now six and one to start the year. Uh, but I think you know the hook could be crucial, and this is one of those plays where. Maybe if you get it early in the week, you're going to be happy. Kind of like that Teddy Two Gloves three and a half there, where it ends up closing around two and you cover with the hook. So I'm actually I'm, I'm going to wait and see where the juice goes because my only concern is, am I betting a trendy dog? That always scares me, Pritch. Are the Packers, and the ticket count's kind of low right now and we haven't had any movement, but are people just going to say, give me Rodgers in the points? If so, I don't want to be on a dog that's getting 60% of bets. But I'm also thinking if everyone's just falling in love with Arizona, they keep winning, they keep covering, do they get a lot of the public uh, love here so maybe it's what the difference and it's 50 50 but it's a 50 50 game and pritch an opener of three and a half with a home team you know typically three points home field it's again more like probably two or one and a half here but they're kind of saying this is a you know a, maybe a minus one cardinals on a neutral site give me aaron Rodgers in the hook primetime dogs 13 and 7 ats conference dogs uh, around 60 percent ats I'm looking at early despite this covid news with their d coordinator look at the packers getting the hook here on, on thursday night okay other covid news uh Josina anderson had this uh Bears head coach Matt Nagy announces he's tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, Robert Quinn, we knew about him from a player's perspective. Uh, certainly uh, maybe some concern uh, trickling through the Chicago Bears in terms of do they have this under control? They're in enhanced protocol right now. Yeah, this is going to be something to monitor here, Pritch. I'm looking at this number, San Fran going to Chicago here, uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday. This is a game where both teams are struggling. Both teams need a win. you got San Fran losing four straight. We know, uh, obviously, the Bears get rolled uh, yesterday against Tampa Bay and Fields. Uh, not That offense is not putting up any points, <laughs> and that was the reason why, if you're going to bet a favorite, you know, map out how one team's going to score, the other one can't keep up. That's how these favorites cover. But, Pritch, i got to say, you know, two bad teams, I think everyone's going to load up on San Fran here, just saying, San Fran, you got to turn around at some point. But I'm looking at Chicago, believe it or not, Pritch. This is a move where, as gross as it sounds, I like how you said minus that. Three, I know. <laughs> believe it or really, not. I just, oh, I know, because it's like so surprising. It's just so gross to me. But anyway, Pritch, three and a half, minus three and a half opener for San Fran on the road. I'm seeing all juice on the Bears side, plus three and a half, minus 115, minus 120. I think this thing gets down to three. And the way San Fran is playing right now, Pritch, can you mm -hmm. lay points with San Fran against anybody? You give me Bears three and a half at home, it may close at three. That's going to be a hazmat play where no one wants to play the Bears. Early number here, but I'm looking at Bears three and a half. Pritch, I, I, I'm, I'm a crazy person, okay. but I like the Bears in this spot. Well, well, the way the Bears are playing, too. I mean, my goodness. Uh, Bears have yet to throw for 200-plus passing yards in a game this season. 
the first NFL team since 2008. That was the Titans to do that. Come up next, uh, new segment. We're going to look uh, a look ahead. We're going to look at some lines, opening lines, and find out if they're too high, too low, or just right. It's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. Zen's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, so you can use Zen indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, I like this new segment. It's the look ahead. Uh, this is right up your alley, too, because we're going to figure out if these lines are too high, too low, or just right. Now, we got the injury news with Zach Wilson. Uh, he's got a PCL strain, uh, a knee injury. The MRI came back. Adam Schefter had that. Uh, he's going to miss about two to four weeks. Uh, looking at that week eight opening line, the Bengals at the Jets, nine and a half there, plus nine and a half uh, for the Jets. Yeah, big number here, Pritch. And I think this is kind of a – and I, I believe we're going to see Mike White again. I was watching that Patriots game, Pritch. Oh, my God. Actually, Mike White actually played better <laughs> he did. Uh, than Zach Wilson here, which you got to give a little credit. But uh, And Michael Lombardi went off on the coaching staff. Just questionable decisions and really not dialing up anything offensively. I mean, I think this Jets team is just uh, going to spiral down the drain the rest of the year. So They're going to stay uh, in the drain. They've at- been in the drain. What do you mean, <laughs> That's spiral true, down? Pritch. They've they been are- there. <laughs> That's right. We should, I should preface that by saying they're already down the drain, but uh, you're totally right, Pritch. And this one, again, you know, I, I will admit, you know, some openers I th- saw like eight and a half up to nine and a half up to 10. There was, believe it or not, some buyback on Jets plus 10 already. So it was quickly up to 10. A lot of these books are back down to nine and a half. Uh, if you find a nine and a half, though, I'm going to lean Cincinnati here, Pritch. We talked about these double digit favorites so far, two mm-hmm. and one ATS yesterday, now eight and three ATS as a double digit favorite uh, so far this year. But here's the other thing double digit favorites. Uh, and again, you're right at 10. It's, I know it's kind of like right on the number here, uh, but the distinction to me is really offensively. I mean, uh, if you look at what Cincy's doing right now, they're averaging 27 points a game. Jets are averaging 13 points a game. So if I'm on a dog, this is universal on pretty much all sports, I want dogs that can score points and either keep pace or backdoor cover. I think it's a perfect example. You almost flip it, Pritch. This reminds me a lot of the Bucks yesterday against the Bears, where that was a double, close to a double-digit favorite game, or actually was. This one's kind of right on the border. But that was a Bucks team that could score a lot versus a Bears team that couldn't. Now you flip it, same thing. Now Cincy matches that. So I would look at the minus 9.5 before this gets to 10. And Pritch, I've now seen two full games, Jets against my Patriots. I know the Patriots might just have their number. But this Jets team, I, oh. I don't really see it. They play hard, quote-unquote, but... Uh, I don't really trust them covering M- any numbers. They're not one in five ATS. Mm-hmm. I'd lay the nine and a half with the Bengals in this. Yeah, one. I got fooled by them a little bit, thinking that they're not going to allow, you know, New England to cover that number because they got a rookie quarterback off a of bye week. So you give a little credit towards the Jets, but not again ever. 
uh, because it's a losing culture there. And you know what they do with a losing culture? They hire a first-time head coach and a first-time offensive coordinator. I mean, that, that was an indicator to me to fade the Jets at any moment you can get. Uh, and I certainly will look to do that going forward. I mean, that complete mess. It, it doesn't even matter the talent level of Zach Wilson at this point. It's the culture within that organization that you have the same results because of the decisions that they make. It makes zero sense to have a first-time head coach in this culture right now with the Jets. So it's incredible to me. Uh, and again, I'm not going to be afraid of big numbers anymore because we had the data, 620-plus point victories, the most in six years in last week's games. So uh, I think as a better, I cannot be afraid of those big numbers now. Yeah, I think you're totally right here, Pritch. And again, I'm a kind of the guy who looks like different mannerisms and of the coaches and what you're looking at. And, you know, I was giving uh, Sirianni a lot of a lot of crap there because mm-hmm. he's putting the, you know, the, the markers in his visor. But I'll oh. never go against him again when he went for two and cover that number a couple weeks ago. But I would just say with Robert Salah, Pritch, you ever notice when he's got his Bose headset on and usually all the coaches got it right in front of their mouth, he flips it up. So he's not even talking to anyone. He's right. just sitting there, his hands folded with his, with his, his headset up. I don't know if he's given up or what, but this has just got a bad vibe about it. I think if you can find Bengals nine minus nine and a half before the key number of 10, I'd lay it there with Cincinnati. That's called deer and headlights. That's what that is, Josh. <laughs> uh, the Giants and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs minus 10. Uh, okay. Too high, too low, or just right uh, against the Giants? So I think this number actually might be a little high. And again, we just had a conversation about not being afraid of laying these big numbers. But uh, I don't know if you can lay these big numbers with the Chiefs against anybody right now, Pritch. Maybe maybe the Houston Texans, maybe the Jets, as we joke about. But the G-Men, by the way, that was another line yesterday that was a really fishy number that came through huge. And that was the ultimate line freeze. A line freeze is when you have ridiculous betting lopsided on one side, yet a line doesn't move. The odds makers are telling you that they've taken a position on that contrarian play. So everyone on Carolina, 84% of bets at BetMGM, but they open three, they stay three, and the Giants end up rolling, what was it, 20, 25 to three or 23 to five, whatever that, that score there was, Pritch. But I like the points with the Giants, believe it or not. This would be a primetime dog situation, uh, again, where I'm looking at the line move, and it looks like all these tens, a lot of them at least, are on Giants plus 10 at minus 115. Like it may fall to nine and a half. So you know, with the Mahomes stuff, with this porous offensive line, the Chiefs just don't look like the Chiefs right now. And I'm a little wary of a get-right spot where they play the G-men and they roll and get back to their old ways. But as an outpitch, the early move wasn't to jack up the Chiefs to become more of a favorite. It was to stay at 10 or even maybe looks like they could fall to 9.5. So I'm looking at a primetime dog spot there, actually taking the points with the Giants as of now. Do you think the, the betting public will still give the Chiefs benefit of the doubt? I mean, I give credit to the G-men, uh, I think, uh, or the Panthers just going the other way with it. Uh, but maybe the G-men will get healthier for this game. I mean, it's again, it's an early line. Uh, minus 10 for the Chiefs. I just see so many flaws and so many problems with this Chiefs football team right now. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you know, your, your question about will the public continue, uh, continue to bet KC despite them not covering games and not mm-hmm. looking like the Chiefs? I think they will. I think yeah. when it comes to Sunday and when you have this bias and we all have memories of teams and teams that are really good and the Mahomes factor, you know, a lot of betters just, just love a, a great quarterback you know, a coach who's won the Super Bowl before, and they just see that jersey and that helmet, and it's no questions asked, they'll get right. So uh, I think actually, as we talked about earlier, going against that, being brave enough, and you're actually not being that brave. Like, what is the data telling you? It's telling you that the Chiefs are not the Chiefs that we remember. I think we can still bet against that. Now, if this continues all year, 
then maybe the public will jump ship on KC. But I think, uh, if anything, they're going to almost that do factor that the Chiefs are due, you know, Pritch to get uh, get better and play better. Uh, but I don't think anything's guaranteed. I'd be looking at the Giants and the points here. Okay, now we get to the next game: the 49ers and the Bears. The, the Bears are plus three. Uh, too high, too low, just right as we do to look ahead here uh, in this game, Josh. Yeah, so I think the three and a half was a little high, and we mentioned this game earlier, and as we're talking, it is falling. So again, you go to Mondays, and it's like a sleepy Monday, Pritch. It's kind of a gloomy day in Boston. It's rainy. It's you know, uh, The leaves are falling, and you feel like, oh, well, I'll just get ready for Monday Night Football. But these early numbers, if you jump on them early, you could be very thankful later in the week. And this is what that one that I would throw in that bag here, getting the three and a half with Chicago. All this juice is, is on the Chicago side, plus three and a half, like it's going to fall to three. And this is going to be another perception play of, you know, the Bears are terrible, the mm-hmm. 49ers have struggled, but they're still the 49ers, and you remember this Super Bowl team, yet that creates some value to go on Chicago with this line dropping. I would mention real quick, Pritch, I just talked a second ago about Green Bay, Arizona. Right. We're seeing a move toward Arizona Thursday night. I just noticed Arizona just jump up to minus four. I even see a four and a half out there, so okay. something's going on. I don't know if this is a COVID issue, more players, injuries, mm-hmm. but that's notable. i got to do some digging here. Just a lot of steam just hit Arizona, now up to four, four and a half against Green Bay Thursday night. Yeah, we mentioned the COVID news. The defense coordinator, Joe Barry, uh, Barry has tested positive for COVID-19 for the Packers. Uh, and then, in addition, we were just talking about the 49ers and the Bears. Uh, Matt Nagy announces he tested positive uh, for COVID-19. And then you have the other side, too, uh, when it comes to the 49ers, Josh. Uh, Kyle Shanahan on if Jimmy Garoppolo will, will remain the 49ers starting quarterback. I would guess so. So, I mean, <laughs> again, again, there's signs here. There's signs everywhere, really. There, there are all the time. Uh, and then when you have a, a head coach at the podium saying that about your quarterback, if you're Jimmy G, what are you thinking right now? Uh, perhaps laying three points, uh, trying to back the 49ers. Shanahan is in over his head. I, I totally admit X's and O's. He's a great football guy. I totally get it. But this is not how you handle a team, Pritch. You know, will any of us be alive on Sunday? I don't know. Then all this drama with the prop bets that we were looking at with uh, Mac Jones going three, and then you pick Lance later. It just seems to me like Shanahan is flying by the seat of his pants. And if anything, you've learned as a coach, and his dad was a great coach with Denver, Pritch, yeah. you know this. Uh, you know, you got to have some stability. And when everyone is freaking out, you got to have a cool hand. I guess so. I guess Jimmy's going to like, what does that send to your quarterback? You know, to me, he's sending mixed signals and not consistent. If anything, this makes me like the Bears getting three and a half even more. But Pritch, you don't say that about your quarterback. That just sends bad, <laughs> bad signals overall. Shanahan, what are you doing? Uh, he, yeah, he is in over his head right now. Big time. Should have drafted Cal Pitts. But anyway, uh, the news, <laughs> and we're going to uh, look at it a little bit further, but the news with the Packers, they're going to go into enhanced protocols because of Joe Barry. They're fearful that there could be a lot more uh, or more people with COVID or the situation, close contact, all those. So we, we have to investigate further, but just wanted to get that news out there as you mentioned that line movement right there, Josh. Yeah, again, it had to be COVID-related seeing that go to four and a half because I don't know if smart money will push that up. To me, this is now a COVID watch game coming yeah. up for Sunday. Okay, we'll follow up on that as well as get more market insights from Josh Applebaum. It's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. 
That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the Lock of the Year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either New Orleans or Seattle. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets. Regardless of your bet's outcome, just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odd specials, and daily promotions. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either the Saints or the Seahawks score a touchdown. It's a new customer offer, paid and free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, following up on that news, as you broke the news about that line movement on Thursday Night Football, Matt LaFleur said the Packers have gone to heighten COVID protocols because in addition to Joe Barry, there are potential other issues with the staff. Uh, all coaches' meetings today are virtual, and everyone has to be masked in the facility regardless of vaccination status. Uh, so that's gone, be, going to be ongoing. And as you know, Thursday night football, as players, we're just going to have walkthroughs anyway. But the coaches uh, and their game planning is going to be virtual at this point. 
Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. So another example of our show, the three to four hour on VEASAN is the best hour <laughs> of the day when it comes to breaking news and injuries. But yeah, that was a game where I'm looking at saying, hey, Green Bay getting the hook Thursday night. Rodgers has a dog, all these system matches, primetime dogs, conference dogs. And then immediately it gets to, I saw the juice moving, the minus three and a half. And then I, I you know, we start doing our show. I look back again. Now it's four. Now it's mm -hmm. four and a half. So this has to be COVID related. Anytime you see these moves, unless it's a huge injury, this is what we're dealing with, you know, in today's modern day NFL. Uh, but I'm wondering, Pritch, you know, if there's a team that can withstand an issue like this, you got to feel like, you know, number one, put Aaron Rodgers into a uh, hyperbaric chamber, get him, you know, some saran wrap and make sure he's okay uh, <laughs> right. and get him away from everybody. But if I'm going to bet on, uh, and again, someone taught me this a long time ago, when you're contrarian better or data-driven better, you want to buy on bad news, sell on good news. It's the opposite of what you would expect. So I'm thinking, let's let this line go up. Is there a point where if there's some coaches who are being out, that's one thing. Now, if players are going to be out, that's a whole other thing. But if Rodgers is healthy, if he's okay, and we can get this thing up to, does it get to five? You know, it's four and a half at a mm -hmm. lot of shops. Can we get the Packers out of four and a half of five? Because again, Pritch, you know, losing a coach, it really impacts young teams, you know, uh, not veteran laden teams. Aaron Rodgers, does he really, I mean, again, coaching is important. I don't, I don't want to diminish it, but he's kind of his own offensive coordinator out there. If I can get Rodgers on some bad news, getting a four and a half now inflated number, let's see how this thing goes. I don't want to get to, you know, put the card ahead of the horse, but uh, if this isn't as big of an outbreak as we expect, I think the value would be Green Bay now more than ever. But again, I caveat that by saying if this is a big outbreak and a lot of guys are out and not just coaches but players, right. then that's a worrisome sign here. Yeah, the staff is one thing, but the players would certainly be another. You're right. Uh, I think the Packers would have continuity on their side in terms of game planning uh, and getting ready for this game against Arizona. Again, just walkthroughs, but yet when you have a quarterback the caliber of Aaron Rodgers, maybe walkthroughs is all you need at this point because of the continuity factor or aspect. Uh, let's get to Monday Night Football. BetMGM has sent their market insights, Josh. Uh, we got spread bets, uh, ticket percentage 64% uh, towards the Saints. They handle 61%. Uh, towards the Saints. The Saints have moved from minus three uh, to minus four, four and a half, I think, to some places. Yeah, so Pritch, first thing I always want to know, where's the public? 64% of bets, ticket percentage. Remember, you ever looking at which is the popular side? Look at the ticket count, not the money count. The money is going to be the, uh, you know, the combined between, you know, both pros, Joes, the whole, the whole bunch here. Ticket percentage, because the vast majority of uh, of everyone betting on the games uh, that we look at is the public. So 64%, two thirds of bets on the Saints here. Now, the one thing that, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, spoiler here, I like the Seahawks and the points. The one thing that worries me a little bit is Saints coming off a bye. If you look at a lot of these matches we talk about, Pritch, teams coming off a bye, 58% ATS last decade, 66% ATS last decade, if you are a road favorite off a bye. But it's not just when you bet a team or what team you're on, but when you, when you got it and what number you got. I think the early money uh, on the Saints, like as soon as this open, Pritch, a lot of these books, minus three, three and a half, you get all the way up to five and a half. So I'm like, okay, off a bye, big money and big movement here toward New Orleans. They'll roll and, you know, it looks like it could be a New Orleans play. This reminds me a lot, Pritch, of the Titans play yesterday. Mm -hmm. This is almost the same exact thing where the Titans at one point line got all the way to five and a half, and you had a lot of Titans money, contrarian home dog, bring it back down to four and a half, four, kind of that number. You're seeing the same thing with Seattle. They got to five and a half at one point, and then you had a lot of money hit Seattle in the points at home, bring it back down to four. So I like the fact that Seattle, number one, is contrarian and heavily bet game. They're only getting, what, 36% of bets here at home. Uh, little, Not a huge bet first dollar discrepancy, but you do have a little more bets than money, 64 versus 61%. So it tells you maybe these sharper wagers or bigger wagers in general were, were jumping on Seattle plus the points here. What I like, Pritch, um, Seattle with the late move in their favor, uh, contrarian and heavily bet game, primetime dogs, 13 and 7 ATS this year, 65%. 
conference dogs, plus seven or less, three and one ATS yesterday, 34 and 20 ATS so far this year. I like Seattle here. I'll take the points. And then two crazy stats here, Pritch, that really surprised me. Mm -hmm. Geno Smith, believe it or not, (laughs) since 2014, he's only started six games. Guess what his record is, ATS? 6-0 ATS. How about that? He's covered every number uh, since 2014. And then the other side, Pritch, Jameis, 8-16-1 ATS in his career as a favorite. So you add it all up. Publix on uh, New Orleans, this would be not a perfect – it would be as close to a play that I love more than ever if it weren't Saints off a bye – that's the only thing that worries me, but I'll take the points here. I like the late movement. You're contrarian. Okay. You got these nuggets here on the quarterbacks. And I would mention, too, the under looks the same as that at under yesterday with the Colts and the 49ers. It's going to be rainy. You're going to have 20 mile per hour winds. Weather's going to play a factor. But, Pritch, it's always that game of it opened 44, it's down to 41 and a half. Sometimes you just say it's a deadbeat under, take the under. We saw that under in the uh, in the Browns in the um, in the in the uh, the Browns in the who's it the Denver Broncos game right. that went under when it fell. But then last night, if you took the under late to the party, you went over with a late score. So definitely under money, weather related. To me, the value play would be Seattle. I like the four. I'm going to wait it out and see. Can I get a four and a half, Pritch? If not, I'll take Seattle at four. And Gino, can you believe I'm going to sweat Gino my, on Gino tonight, Pritch? Let's go. Yeah, I can't believe that from you, Josh Applebaum, for sure. <laughs> um, but the thing about coming off a bye, I tracked my own. I was eight and two off a of bye week, which was incredible. I never knew that. Uh, but thank you, Steve Mackinnon, for helping me get there. Uh, and then the Falcons, you know, the money line play you had right there, the Jets, the 49ers. Now you got the Saints all off a of bye. But 49ers. Uh, and the Jets did not look well or play well or play right or play correctly. Uh, and then the Falcons almost blew that game, too. So the Saints, I think Sean Payton had a lot to figure out with Jameis, uh, no Taysom Hill. Uh, and then you think about their four the five games have been decided by 10 points or more. Uh, so we could have some scoring in this one, too. Yeah, I'm totally right with you, Pritch. And again, the other thing is, like, I see a lot of stats on gambling Twitter about Sean Payton off mm-hmm. a bye, which is true. He's really good off a bye. Right. But it's almost like when you give me Patriots systems with Belichick off a bye, Payton stuff was with Drew Brees. Belichick stuff was with exactly. Tom Brady. That doesn't apply anymore. It's totally different. So I wouldn't lean too much into that. Uh, but again, to me, especially with this late movement down, it looks a lot like Seattle's in that Titan spot yesterday. I'll grab the points with Seattle and see if Geno can keep it close. All right. Again, I want to give people the attention of Josh Applebaum's Market Insights podcast. It's outstanding. Uh, but you have some other plays. You know, certainly we didn't have time on the show, but on your podcast, you dive into them uh, for sure, Josh. The NBA and the NHL, what do you have? Yeah, so I want to mention real quick, I know we're up against it, lightning round here, but just two NFL games that are moving, which you may be intrigued by getting them now. Both are three and a halfs falling to three. So if you're on the favorite, you want to wait. If you're on the dog, you may want to get it now. Eagles in the Detroit Lions, Patrick Maher's Detroit Lions, Pritch. That opened uh, a lot of shops were at minus three and a half with Philly. That thing is falling down to three. So you're getting some money on Detroit early. The other one was Washington and your Denver Broncos, Pritch. Uh, Denver does have a rest advantage, but a lot of these books are minus three and a half Denver falling to three. So based on those three and a half falling to three, maybe a little early money on Detroit, maybe a little early money here on the Washington football team. Just wanted to get that in here, Pritch. Uh, but NBA, I- I'm love having loving having the NBA back here, Pritch. Mm-hmm. A couple games that caught my eye. Number one um, would be the Toronto Raptors. They're at home against the Bulls. This is a play that I know JVT was on the Raptors here. The Bulls have Vucevic, who's questionable, and the Bulls are off to a great start. 3-0 straight up, 3-0 ATS. Everybody's on this Bulls train, but who have they played, Pritch? They played Detroit twice. They played the Pelicans. I think the Bulls are really overvalued right now based on their offseason additions and all this love for Chicago. What jumped out to me is everyone's betting them tonight. You have almost 80% of bets at BetMGM laying it with the Bulls, but the Bulls open minus 2.5. 
They're down to minus one and a half. So this is a classic, classic reverse line move. Everyone betting bulls, but line going to Raptors. I'd hold out for a two if you can find it on the Raptors plus the points there. That caught my eye. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you're looking to sweat a couple of deflated overs tonight, Pritch, looking at offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, the Wizards Nets over, that opened 232 and a half. It's down to 228 and a half. Um, I, I, I'm thinking maybe Bradley Beal's going to play because that thing fell seven half to six and a half. I look at a deflated over there in the Wizards game, and then late night Blazers Clippers. Uh, we actually have the Blazers number one offensive efficiency team in the NBA. Uh, Clippers are right next to them, and they're one of the worst defensive efficiency teams. Okay, that opened two thirty four and a half. It's down to two thirty and a half. Pritch, anytime I see these totals that fall like four or five points, to me, it's a lot of value on buying low, taking the over there. Look at the over there late night with Eclipse. All right, great information as always right there. Some more great information here. Josh Towers is going to be on the program tomorrow. Josh Applebaum, we got the World Series to talk about. Cannot wait. Get ready. It's going to be a fun one. That's right. Josh Towers in studio with us, Betting Across America. That'll do it for us today. The Edge, come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. You heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.